Hey there, it's Pastor Mike. Before we get to today's episode, I want you to know that we here at Time of Grace have a crazy amount of resources to help you in your walk of faith. From our weekly TV program, to written devotions, to video devotions, to a number of podcasts, or a blog, to books, and more books, and even more books, however you love to learn, we are here to help. So just head over to timeofgrace.org to sign up for our daily email to get connected to all these resources that will help connect you to Jesus. Now, on to today's episode. What do you need? (laughs) When we're suffering, the thing that we're suffering from seems to be our greatest need. You know, if we could just do away with this thing, then we would be happy. Well, today we see that Jesus has compassion on those who suffer and he meets our need Uh, whether we know exactly what that need is or not. It's a a touching story that makes makes its way into every Sunday school curriculum. It was a standing room only day in the life of Christ. He was preaching and this house was packed with people. And outside the house were four friends carrying another friend on, uh, on a mat. And that fifth friend was paralyzed. And they wanted to get that friend into Jesus so that Jesus could heal him. Uh, And as Jesus always does, he was going to give that man more than he thought he needed. Well, the Bible tells us that the friends were pretty uh, resourceful, to say the least. They actually climbed up on top of the roof of the house that Jesus was preaching in and they dug through the thatch roof and lowered the man down um, in front of Jesus. You just imagine Jesus says he, he looks up and sees the newly created skylight and sees the four silhouettes of heads. The Bible simply says Jesus saw their faith. Okay, so now you're Jesus and you have this paralyzed man in front of you. What do you do? Well, it would seem that this man's greatest need would be to be able to walk. But as is always the case with Jesus, he sees the need behind the need. Jesus knew that this man's greatest need was not so that he could walk in this life, but so that he could walk in eternal life. And so he looks at the man and he says, My child, your sins are forgiven. So what is the source of all of your troubles in life? How would you fill in the blank if I said, if I only had fill in the blank, then I'd be happy? Have you ever noticed that when you get the thing you think you need, another need pops up just like that? You know, you get that dream job you were hoping for and, and then you also get the stress that comes with it. You, you get that spouse you've been praying for, but then you find out that Mr. Perfect or Mrs. Perfect isn't so perfect. That you finally get to retirement you've been dreaming about for years and then you struggle with fulfillment. You finally beat cancer, but there's still something that nags at happiness. Do you know what it is? It's sin. You see, the source of all of our troubles don't come from outside of us. It comes from inside and Jesus knows that. Jesus knows that sin that no one else knows, but you can't forget. He knows that thing you said you would never do but you ended up doing. He knows about that addiction that promises to heal you every day, but only leaves your conscience in shreds. He knows everything that you suffer. And it's precisely for that reason that he, know, he comes to us, or we come to him with a million wishes, and it's for that reason that he doesn't necessarily always give us what we think we need. Instead, he knows what's happening in our head when those things happen. He knows that we're thinking, is God angry with us? Is he going to abandon us? Has he lost patience with us? And the answer is no. Instead, Jesus uses those things to drive us to him so that he can look at you in the eye and say, my child, your sins are forgiven. 
And just look at how he speaks to you so tenderly, my child. That's literally how he addresses the young man who was paralyzed um, that he healed. You see, Jesus deals with you as an individual. He deals with each person one at a time. In the whole history of your life, he treats you as though you are his only relative. Like there are only two people in the universe, you and him, and right now he's looking at you and he says, my child, your sins are forgiven. And so no matter what is happening to you today, no matter what you're going through, go to him. He wants to help you. After all, he's already taken care of your greatest need by dying on the cross to take away your sins so that he could say to you, my child, your sins are forgiven. Let's pray. Lord, when I suffer, it's easy to take my eyes off of you and recognize my daily need of your forgiveness. Point me to your cross for the assurance of my forgiveness as well as the guarantee that you care for me in my suffering. In your name I pray, amen.